Okay, let's talk meals. All right. So this is the third in our series on meals. Yeah. We're so, still, still going. We're still going since we only have to, you know, fill 30 minutes. I guess it's... Uh, Seems pretty easy for us, can, to be honest with you. We can beat something to death. And uh, <laughs> as was mentioned uh, when we posted the last podcast, uh, any input is appreciated. Definitely. As to uh, what you think of these little short series... So today we're going to get into breakfast. Breakfast. You know, some say it's the most important meal of the day. Yes, and we were told earlier today that that's uh, false, and I don't believe, I don't trust our source. So I still believe it's the most important meal of the day. Why would you say that, though? Which part? Why would you say that it is, <laughs> why would you say that it is the most important meal of the day? Because it's a tagline, I think, for Jimmy Dean pure pork sausage or something. That's I mean it's possible. It's hard to say. I think that it it comes from a more, you know, nurturing, soulful, just soulful. I don't think soulful. that's a, yeah, that's it's just see it, soulful it's, has nothing to do with it, Jimmy Dean. It no no, no it's it's okay. it's an, it's uh it's 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 helpful to your soul if you eat breakfast in the morning. Well, I believe that. And one of the things that I found, you know, at this point in my life of being retired you know, so I'm not getting up at any particular time or having any particular place to go. My life is so boring. Um, <laughs> Exciting. Is, is, you know, breakfast can be whatever you want it to be at that point. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the breakfast opportunities now that I have, I take seriously. And I think that's kind of what started us down the road of this whole series is, you know, how do you take meal opportunities Right. At, at different times in your life. How, what is your perspective on oh, meal opportunities? Early. I love that. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it, again, as we've stated in the first two installments of this series, mm -hmm. it's what you do with it. Right. And, uh, you know, breakfast is, like we said, one of the most important meals of the day. If you want to say it that way, all the meals are one of the most important meals of the day. But no, I'm glad we got that so yeah, glad we're, we're spinning those wheels. Um, <laughs> I believe they say that being the most important meal of the day, mainly because when you wake up, you need nutrients, you need something to do. And I think that that is like we've talked about when it comes to meal opportunities and the overview of a breakfast, some people look at it that way is like, I need to start my day off right and I need to get going. And it seems to me like you just haven't been that type of breakfast mentality throughout your whole life you haven't had that mentality oh absolutely not mm. no i've i've never eaten any meals i don't think because of the nutritional value well i even just thinking even after a, a night of drinking that you would think that hey i need something in my stomach the next morning to make me feel better well see that's why you 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 have cocoa and toast after you're done drinking. <laughs> okay, so this is the because, the meal after the drinking that makes that better. Well, and, and that's not actually a meal. That's, <laughs> you know, cocoa and toast, you know, lots of butter and a glass of cold water. You know, that's just fighting off uh, the effects of the alcohol right, okay. that you mentioned. But no, I mean, a, a breakfast, it, it's interesting. You know, it, I have traveled outside of the United States a few times. Okay. And what is considered an American breakfast, 
you know, so pancakes, waffles, eggs, bacon, hash yeah. browns, you know, the, the staples that grits. are on every menu that yeah, is it's around just kind of country. a traditional American breakfast. Yeah, and I find that the idea of any eating anything, even if it was something that I enjoy eating, but having it first thing in the morning, like lasagna or even a steak or, you know, it just having a hamburger for breakfast just doesn't work for me. So, you know, staying with a more traditional, you know, I love pastries in the morning, you know, a, a good butterhorn, which I've found is not something everybody knows about. It's interesting. What a butterhorn is. Yeah, right. No, that is not a, a, a well-known fact, but I, it's interesting how, how breakfast uh, tends to be a little bit more lenient on the sugar side of things. Yeah. You know, that you can, it's okay to, ha- I mean, what do you put on your pancakes? Maple syrup. You know, you're, it's, it's. Well, it, that and, and gobs and gobs of butter. <laughs> right, right. There's the savory part of it. still alive? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. I'm thankful for that's it, a, though. That's another podcast. Yeah, it keeps me, okay. keeps me uh, talking all these weeks. But, you know, I, when it comes to breakfast, that's, that's always intriguing to me. Why is it okay to have you know, a bowl of cereal with five cups of sugar on top of it, you know? And, and like, that's, I, that's, I mean, I, I guess that's not, I okay. don't think it is, <laughs> but, but that uh, was what breakfast was growing up for me. At least I, you know, have not honey nut cherries, throw some regular Cheerios, Cheerios in a bowl with some milk. You better have five cups of sugar on that or else you're not finishing the whole bowl. Hmm. Okay. No way. Well, and I understand that. And, yeah. and of course, you know, the breakfast cereal, industry has thrived in this country for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And even though they they try to make it out that it's nutritious. And again, you know, as we started this series and we've talked a little bit about the idea of meal opportunities and what you're going to do with them and do you eat for nutrition? Right. Do, you know, and is it more pleasure, yeah. You know, Captain Crunch there's just not a lot of nutrition there. There's not even pleasure in that. I mean, that's tears. I don't know if you've ever, exp- I don't know, you probably have at some point in your life, but Captain Crunch is notorious for tearing your mouth to pieces. Oh, I've never actually tried Captain So Crunch, you, you eat it and it will, the top of your mouth becomes just open source. And yeah. so you're, the, the, rest of, the rest of the things you eat for the rest of that day are ruined because you've Okay, so that's a, that's a meal opportunity that, that not only wastes the breakfast opportunity, yeah, but it it affects what you're saying. It 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 wastes opportunities later in the day. It's it's totally like burning your tongue, oh, you know, so first to, thing in the morning. We need to stay away from that and getting there. Yeah, Captain Crunch is not is not the right cereal. It's just not the way to go. And, okay, well, I believe you, but I mean, it, but that, you know, breakfast, cereal. I think in general is just not the way to go when it comes to breakfast. Yeah the the idea of the the cereal industry. And it's a billion and billion and billion dollar industry. I don't know how many billions, but I'm sure it's more than one. It's a crooked number. <laughs> so that is that is a staple in this country. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't watch cartoons on a Saturday morning without being inundated with all of these commercials about breakfast cereal. Well, that's because you, you know, I mean, it's, it's all about convenience. It's all about speed. It's about being able to eat your breakfast in front of the TV while you're watching it. You know, it's so this is, this is the man pushing on our children, unhealthy options. Is, is that what you're saying? So 
early on our meal opportunities are are shaped by people that are not out for our best interest. One hundred percent. That is exactly. Wow, that's what I'm a scary saying. fact. That's just scary. So, so, just so everyone's aware, we just said that the man is out for your breakfast. I just want everyone to be under. It, well, he's out for your children. Wow. To make them unhealthy. Just went dark there. For a I second. just remember when I super sugar crisp. Sh- that's, super sugar. Let's it think about terrible. that for a minute. It just sounds. Oh no, it terrible. sounds fantastic. I, super sugar. Crisp. Super sugar crisp was the name of a breakfast cereal. You know what it's called now? Captain Crunch. No. Okay. Honey crisp. Because honey is natural. Yeah. And honey is is good for you. You know. I mean, oh, there's man. a lot of positive things about honey. Honey has nothing to do with this cereal. It is super sugar crisp. We could go a whole podcast yeah. on that's little kernels of wheat and stuff. Actually, I have a, a box of it at home, but <laughs> from from the seventies. <laughs> no, 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 it's a recent purchase. Okay, <laughs> so okay, so breakfast cereals. I don't know how we got down this road, but you know the idea of of what is acceptable uh, in this country for breakfast. Right, you're talking about well, addi- that was how I grew up. Additional sugars. Oh, so now you're laying it on me, the fact that... Well, I'm just... The, the whole the whole thing we do with this podcast, we talk about our different perspectives. Yeah, there we go again. Nice. And, and, and with that, I want to know where you were at growing up with your breakfast. You know, cereal wasn't the staple that it is today. Oh, yes, it was. Okay. So it's just... That's, that's just been it forever. Well, I mean, we're talking about going back to the 50s, and, and that's when a lot of really bad food was discovered. In this country. So, you know, honestly, there was a lot of cereal, breakfast cereals when I was a kid. And, and the other thing is we've talked about earlier, you know, on this podcast, there was no nutritional panels right. on the side of the box. So you had no idea what was in this stuff, the amount of sugar. So, you know, Super Sugar Crisp was, was great. Uh, yeah, I would say that the cereal meals too fall under the category of our opportunities that were almost not, you know, not where we had the, the say that we do today in what our meals were. Exactly. You know, those were those, you know, we talked about the first like 16, you know, 18, whatever meal, you know, years of your meals, of your breakfast meals. Right. They, you, you could only eat what was in the house. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So overall in this country, I've never been a fan of oatmeal. I've tried it because supposedly it's Ooh. healthy for you. I love oatmeal cookies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like other things that oatmeal is involved in, but... It's goop. It It is. What is it? And is grits even better? Like, I mean, it's, it seems well, to me it's the same thing. I don't thing. know. I've tried grits, I think, once at a Waffle House. And it was oh, half I a spoonful. I'm not sure that that's the right and, place to try I'm grits sure it for the first. I'm sure that, you know, <laughs> grits is a wonderful thing. But so, you know, once again, it, it, you know, in this country, in this country, the opportunities for breakfast, you know, when you go out or you stay at home are pretty much kind of set. You yeah. Know? It's like, all right, you know, here's, here's kind of what you think of. I took a moment to take a look. Okay. And let me tell you about a, some breakfast Educators. foods. From around the world. Okay. Okay. In Kenya. Wow. Uh, you start the day with a fresh cup of cow's blood. I don't know why, but you want to talk about protein. Yeah. You know, earlier, 
there was a conversation here about, you know, protein, whatever. You have an English breakfast and you're thought, you know, you got this sausage, that sausage, bacon, you know, all the above. Yeah. So cow's blood. Okay. And, I mean, you know, it's all right. Whatever works for you, you know, whatever no. starts off your day. No, no, no. Cow's blood should never be something <laughs> that you consume first thing in the morning. It's probably on the last um, part of my list, that's for sure. Yeah. In Jamaica, it's ackee and saltfish. Uh, apparently, ackee is a traditional fruit from Jamaica. Akai. Akai, okay, sure. Yeah. No, there's a kai fruit that's a lot of uh, different juices that are good for you. There's, you know, a kai okay, fruit so in it a lot. Yeah. A-C-K-E-E. Uh, akai. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, I don't know. But, you know, with, with salt fish. And again, fish should never be part of any meal, in my opinion. But Not breakfast, that's for sure. But certainly not breakfast. Okay, so the Netherlands... Sprinkles and toast, which is a... Uh, sprinkles and toast. Yeah, and I don't think they're talking about chocolate sprinkles here. Yeah. Oh, they are talking about chocolate sprinkles. <laughs> so it's some kind of... It, it looks like a bunch of ants on, so they, on a piece of bread. They throw honestly, chocolate sprinkles on, on toast. Is Hagelslag. Okay. So... It's still yeah. sweet, you know, you get your sweetness. That's that sweet that's okay during the morning, apparently. It's okay. okay to go there. Sure. Have a cookie. Why not? Throw a piece of cake on it. In Peru, it's uh, leche de tigre, which is that's a glass full of liquid that runs from ceviche. I want everyone to know these are the uh, accurate pronunciations. So, okay, ceviche, which is a... It's raw... Raw chicken? No, fish. no, no. It's uh, shellfish and... Right, okay. Ceviche normally raw has... Raw chicken. Yeah. Stupid. No one eats raw chicken. So now you're just talking about the the juice <laughs> from ceviche. Oh, yummy. That's got to be great. Okay, I do have some experience with this next one. In Mexico, it's menudo. One of the trips to Mexico that we took, a uh, friend of mine, David Harmon... <laughs> was making menudo one morning. Name drop. Yeah. And uh, I tell you what, it, it smelled like something that <laughs> you need to hose off your shoe. I, you know, I've, I've heard and, that oh, that's the case, yeah, but I've never, you know, working in a Mexican restaurant for so long, it's talked about a lot throughout the employees and the different people that are around that have had that around, but I've never, never dealt with it myself. Yeah. So... Uh, according to this, it's been described as oozing, rubbery, and gelatinous. Mm. Now, how could that be something that you I tell could you eat what, first man, thing in the morning? If that's how everything is described on a breakfast menu, I'm going to have a really hard time. I'm going to just be salivating the whole time. Yeah. That's tough. So, yeah, there's a bunch of these here that are listed that uh, in Australia, it's a Vegemite. Vegemite sandwich. A Vegemite sandwich. Vegemite. I got there. I okay. got there. All right. Is that a thing? That's is that like spam? Uh, but it's called Vegemite? Vegemite, yeah. Doesn't I have no really idea. say exactly what's... Okay. Apparently, it's not good. It's. I mean, that's surprising because it sounds great. Vegemite breakfast tarts. It doesn't sound like a mineral at all or something that you would find while mining for coal. Google attempts to finish... 
the search of what Vegemite tastes like with soy sauce, beer, Bovril, and sadness. And sadness. Pile on so the whole topic. Yeah, that's what Google considers. Yeah. Vegemite. All right. Note to self stay away from Vegemite. Heard. Well, you know, if we ever get to Australia, we'll give it a try. Oh, I'll be there. Yeah. So Hong Kong and China, kanji with century eggs. Now there's a picture here, and since this is, you know, a podcast, yeah, it's only audio. Uh, the egg, the century egg is a hundred-year-old egg. It's, it's black, Whoa. and it looks disgusting. Wow. Hundred-year-old black egg. Yeah. It's, it's, it shouldn't be. It, no, that's. I, I throw eggs out if it's past the expiration date out of the fridge. So maybe I should uh, be putting him, maybe put him in a box. There you go. Uh, in the garage. Keep him around. Uh, well, for the next generations, because I won't be here in a hundred years. I mean, you can, yeah. Less than likely. You've lost your opportunity to have that kind of egg in your life. Okay. Now I have been to Japan. Okay. And? Uh, and Japan is fish, miso soup, and tofu is a uh, traditional breakfast. Sounds like a good lunch. Um, no. No, okay. But it's a traditional layout for the breakfast table. Uh, I did notice when I was there that on the menu it said American breakfast when I was staying at the Hilton. And that was basically... What you got was the American... Not this. The miso no, soup no. was not oh, God, your... No. Okay. No. Uh, so you had... You ordered something called the American breakfast. Right. It was on the menu stating American breakfast. So you didn't... It didn't even specify what was in the American breakfast. It was just a American breakfast. Exactly. Wow. I mean, I guess you're safe, as safe as you can be being American ordering that. Okay, sure. I mean, that's apparently going to be exactly what you want. I mean, there's not even an option or a description on what it is. Now, why is it when you take and you do American breakfasts, why is it that there's like 20 pounds worth of food? I feel like I've, I've, I'm not a big, like, maybe I'm not a big breakfast person, but I just feel like breakfast is a smaller meal for me. Okay. And I feel like there's always just so much food when it comes to breakfast. Is that, am I wrong in that? Am I, am I alone? Do you eat a ton of food in the morning when you, when you eat your first meal? Me? No. Do you feel like, I mean, obviously there are people that probably do. Oh, there's the hungry man breakfast at I would just say the majority of people. I don't know. For me, I just think that the morning. There's is so many places meal. you can go now that. But you just go places and you get you know a meal. And it's you just, spend way too much time at Denny's, dude. No, it's, what? No, I go to every breakfast place I go to, crackers. Go to a different any anywhere else. Okay. I, I feel like it's just it's a big breakfast. I feel like it's just too much for me. Maybe I'm a I'm a light eater on the in the morning. Okay, but honestly. For the sake of this podcast, the breakfast opportunities, you need to find a lighter option. So answer me this. When you go to a restaurant or have breakfast that somebody is fixing for you, do you feel the need to eat it all if it is more than what you want? Do you feel obligated to eat it all? You, you mentioned it's why is, why is it such a big breakfast? I do, I do feel... Um... I do feel a little bit, obviously, I think that anyone who, who leaves food on their, I would hope that anyone who leaves food on their plate thinks about the food they're leaving on their plate. But at the same time, I'm a firm believer that 
if it's going to make you uncomfortable or it's going to not be what you want, you shouldn't go there. So if you're going to eat the whole thing and it's going to make you feel sick or it's going to make you feel uncomfortable, there's no point. Now, granted, again, I, I would hope that, you know, you have an option to maybe eat lighter or whatever. But yeah, that for me, I, I do feel a little bit bad that it's there. I think that's why I'm asking the question. I feel bad that it's there, but I don't feel bad that I'm not eating it. Right. And that's, that's kind of my question is that it, it, it seemed like you were concerned with the fact that the breakfast was too big. So there's, there's a couple different issues with that. So this, this breakfast opportunity now makes you make a decision between there are starving people in the world. Yeah. I feel wasteful and I'm being wasteful, which dude, you're in the wrong country. If being wasteful (laughs) bothers you because, Oh, this world's bad for that for sure. Uh, well this country is for sure. But that's that, that question is, and that's the reason I, I couched it that way, saying that this is a meal that, that someone else is preparing for you. Right. So you have no control over portions. So when you go to a restaurant and you order... They always want to make sure they have enough food for you at that point, I guess, right? I guess that's where it comes down to. They just want to make sure that they're not dissatisfying anyone. Someone's coming up to them saying that I don't have enough. Exactly. I think that there's there's more problems with with reviews, which we have also become the country of reviews. Yeah. With somebody saying that I wasn't full when I left, as opposed to, you know, there was so much food I couldn't eat it all. That's more of a positive review than I left hungry. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting how that that plays into meals and the preparation and the opportunities that you have, you know, is is the uh, the marketing of it and the the money aspect of meals and how that plays into what you're actually going to be eating and the opportunities that you have in front of you. Right, and the idea of control. So yeah. if if you're dealing with a breakfast opportunity at home, you have control over the amounts that you prepare. When you go out, you give that control to someone else. So again, you know, thinking about meal opportunities and what we take away from them, you know, the satisfaction that we have at the end of a positive meal experience. And I think that's kind of what we're alluding to with all of this, with this series is do you walk away being satisfied and happy and enjoying the experience? So whether it's the people you're eating with or what you're preparing for yourself or, you know, how it makes you feel at the end of the day that you feel like that, you know, you've had, you know, some, some good protein and you've had some, you know, good juice or, or different things that now has provided you with the energy to meet your day. Or, you know, did you have three donuts and a cup of coffee? So for the next hour, you're flying high. But after that, there's a crash coming. So, yeah, I mean, you, at, at, at that point, I think um, it's interesting. You, you know, you start thinking about that and you, it, it, it turns me right to just thinking about the nutrition of it, you know, and just how that's working. But, um, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's interesting to think about uh, breakfast and, and, and what you're getting out of it and what you're looking for in that meal and what works with your lifestyle. I think it's, you know. It's all fluid. It's all interesting to think about. I think that's the whole reason, again, for the podcast. Think, think about your meals. Think about, you know, what it is that you're, you know, why are you eating them? Why are you eating 
uh, what you're eating and, and, uh, is it, is it for pleasure? Is it for fuel? Um, what's your purpose? And I think that that's, uh, the in, in, intriguing thing about, you know, talking about this is getting people thinking about it. Well, exactly. And, and the other thing is at different times in your life that you, you have a different purpose, you know, the idea of, of three donuts and a cup of coffee, you know, it's, things are going great for an hour and then you have a crash which for me at this point in my life is great because naps are wonderful. <laughs> so yeah. I know I've got about an hour and a half of a lot of energy to deal with whatever I need to deal with. And then, you know, then it's the couch <laughs> or the recliner and I can close my eyes. Well, you can't do that if you're working. No, you, know, you got all the, years, the longevity of, of your day. That idea of sitting at your desk or, or whatever job you're doing and trying to keep your eyes open because you you've hit that crash is difficult right you know so it depends on where you are in your life and that's the thing with meal opportunities there's a lot of things to factor in a lot of yeah exactly you know where you are in your life what you want out of your life you know where you want to go the things that you want to do you have to think about meals because they are everything from enjoyment uh, a social aspect and also fuel of what's going to take you to the next, you know, event in your life. Exactly. Well, all right. So I think we, I don't know, this is new for us. We're trying to be informative, I guess. And we're trying to make people think about things. So we took another shot, which we'll continue to do by the way. Yeah. Now, hopefully we got you guys tinkering around in your head about what's going on with your breakfast lives. Yes, Absolutely. And once again, if anybody wants to let us know the crazy stuff that they have per, for breakfast uh, or their routines for breakfast. Man, um, that would be cool to hear some weird routines. Yeah. And to the people around the world, you know, whether you're drinking a cup of blood or, uh, or having fish or a kai. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Uh, good luck to you. So uh, that's it for this time. And uh, we'll uh, talk to you guys on the next episode. All right, guys. See you soon.